Vinyl analysis is fueled by Grand Prix Karting. This is Vinyl Analysis. I am your host, Arch Madness. Uh, along with me, like every week, my main man, producer Greg Hansberry. What's yep. up? What's up, bro? Yep. Now, Greg, uh, with our guest today and, and what we're going to be discussing, this is, a, this is a different kind of vinyl analysis. I would say this is kind of a kick-ass kick edition. Now, this cat here, I've known this guy for, for quite some time. Former pro boxer. He, he's a promoter. A uh, law enforcement officer, so just be on your best. We can break our necks about 40 different ways. The one and only Troy Speakman. Hey, Troy. Hey, Archie. How you doing? Hey, it's been a while since you and I have uh, stood across from each other with microphones in our faces. It's been a little while. So, uh, Troy, get, so the people get to know you a little bit. When did you get into combat sports? When did you start training boxing? I mean, how long has, this, has that been like a passion of yours? When did you start? Well, you'll die laughing. Just this Saturday, I got inducted in the Legends Hall of Fame in boxing here in Ohio. I do not doubt that. And uh, we were laughing. My first fight, I weighed 49 pounds. So I'll tell you, that's probably when I was seven years old. So the, wow. yeah, yeah, I'm like 49 pounds. How the hell? Oh <laughs> he could God. probably kick my ass then. <laughs> you probably, yeah, he would have won. He would have knocked you out uh, even at 49 pounds. So okay, so now if I have this correct, you had a what was your record? And I hate to say I you know put a guy on the spot, but isn't it like 17 one and one? I mean, you got a pretty damn impressive record. My pro record was 17 one and one here. Yes. Yes. Did you catch that, Hansberry? Yeah. Did you catch that? Mm -hmm. So when did you, from the time you started fighting at seven, and when did it become a reality? I mean, who were the people around you? How did this, was there a gym that you hit? I mean, what was the, who were the people that influenced you and, and got you into this? Because the, the fight scene in Columbus has been huge for many, many years, way before even Buster Douglas came around. I mean, there was, this, this, there's a lot of history when it comes to boxing in Central Ohio. I'll be honest with you, I was very blessed. I drew, grew up with Columbus Parks and Recreation around, and, right. and I went to a center called Barrick Recreation Center on the south side, right, right over there by Lincoln Park Projects. So I grew up watching Steve Gregory, Manning Galloway, Von Zell Johnson, Jerry Page, Hilmer Kenty. Those were all guys that were like family to me, and I sparred and spent a lot of time with them. And, and like you said, and it was always hit and miss and do everything, but... When Buster went over to Tokyo and shocked the world, that was like it a changed jump start. Everything. Yeah. It changed everything, didn't it, man? Yeah. God, I, I you just, I, I, it's one of those deals where you remember where you were oh, when it, that happened, and it just, oh my God! And then the replays on HBO, and we just kept watching it and watching it and watching it, and could not believe. And as soon as Tyson's mouthpiece, he couldn't, he couldn't yeah. feel like trying to put it in his ear or whatever the hell was going on there, and it was. And that was a Columbus guy, man. It was just huge for all of us growing up. Oh, yeah. John Johnson was a big, Amen. big, right on. Right on. big guy here in Columbus. And that guy put his heart and soul in boxing forever here. Now, before we get into and what was your last pro fight? Was that around 2002, 2005? Was it in that? Uh, right around 2002, I believe. Okay, okay. I didn't I didn't know when, when the last fight actually took place. And, uh, and you've been promoting fights. You know, Greg, I don't know if you knew this or not, but I used to have a Saturday morning MMA show. I do remember you talking about that. And and it was it was a lot of fun and really kind of a, we were kind of ahead of our time there a little bit doing that and it was right when the MMA thing was really starting to take off 
and then uh, I, I don't think our the, the our bosses at the time <laughs> really knew how to uh, how to handle that and do that. But Troy used to come on all the time, and in fact, one of our um, guys that was on the show. He, you know, got that together, and we actually got. Remember Doug, Doug Risher. Sure, yeah. Yeah, Bill, Doug St. Pierre is the name we went by yes. on the air, and uh, we actually got him a fight, an amateur fight. It was a crazy, crazy night. Very cool, crazy we night. Had a ball that night. That was nuts. That was nuts. So now, before we get into uh, what you are here for, and that's the Terminator fight series, and I know you got a busy, busy weekend coming up. As far as when it comes to the Arnold Expo, and I say weekend, but I know that's like a four or five day affair oh, yes. for you. So we have a segment on this show. And we call it What's on Your Table. What's on Your Table. Greg, get us started. What have you been jamming on recently? What do you got? What has he got? Well, what it's less of brought, uh, brought what I've props. been jamming on is more of just uh, something I wanted to show off okay, that, okay. that I've had on my table. Okay. All right, all right, fair enough. Uh, being yes. the Terminator fight series, yes. the Arnold, I got Uh-oh. in my hand no. the original Mosher picture soundtrack of Conan oh. the Barbarian. Autographed that, by the Terminator himself. He is phenomenal. You died laughing the other night, Saturday night, around two in the morning. I smashed some White Castles and watched yes! that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, dude. The soundtrack is terrible, but uh, he, you know, Arnold's in town in right. Columbus. Uh, for people from out of town, he's in Columbus every year for the, for the yes. Arnold Classic. My brother-in-law works at a restaurant in town. I won't say where, but he always goes to this restaurant. So my brother-in-law says, "Greg." Arnold's gonna be here. You gotta come and right. like, if not, just see him or whatever. Well, I have this. No, you did this record. You walked with in me. with the record. Yes, being a vinyl dude, I had a record. Uh, so I show up and he's coming. There's uh, uh, all these cars. You know, he's uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's got Secret Service and stuff. So he pops out and I'm right there with this record in hand. I look at him. I say, Governor, Governor, can I have your autograph? And he looks at me and he says, Absolutely. And then he just keeps walking. <laughs> He doesn't even stop. Right. So I'm just sitting That's there like with my, uh, you know, this record of my hand, my dick walking? in my hand. I go, right. uh, he said yes, but he didn't. <laughs> so he'll never say no, but he doesn't really do it. So then later my brother-in-law got an autograph for me. Nice. Oh, so he really did yeah, walk so away. Yeah, so he really did. Yeah, yeah, so he really did walk away. Oh, that is bad. Oh, look so at that, So I have man. it framed. I got it in one of those well, record yeah, frames. And, hell yeah, you do. Uh, it's just kind of a fun uh, it's such a, it's such a It's such a fun time. Uh, Troy, what, what have you been listening to, man? What you, all what, this out of this that, weekend. I'll be honest with you. I have a 14-year-old little girl, right. Katie, and and we listen to everything from rap to country to rock. Yeah. I mean. It's Taylor Swift. Just yeah. go ahead and say it. Just go ahead and say it's Taylor Swift. I don't want to look for a big Taylor deer can to come out of the sky and squash <laughs> just, me. <laughs> just say it's Taylor Swift. It's all right. Yeah. So, well, Maybe if you got a fourteen-year-old girl, yeah, you yeah. got to, you got to, you got to do what you got to do when it comes yeah. to the music. And I'm sure she has a a lot of different artists that she loves, man. Oh so, yeah. Uh, the the one I brought is uh, this is uh, it was from 1989. This would have been my senior year, and this was a big record uh, for me and my buddies. Uh, there was a, it, you know, of course, John Bonham, right? Uh, the, you know, the drummer legendary Led drummer right? for Led yeah. Zeppelin. Uh, his son Jason Bonham. He they had a band, and it was called. Are you ready for this? Bonham, oh. and they actually had a hit in uh, 1989. Uh, Wait for you was the song, and I've been throwing this in. I, I've been uh, hitting the elliptical. I've been trying to. I'm trying to get back into shape. Troy, how's come that on. doing for you? I know, damn it. <laughs> well, hey, in two weeks, I am down seven pounds. There you go. But I did give away. I did give up fast food for Lent, so that's helping a little bit. So I'm throwing different uh, CDs, different albums, just different music down uh, for my workout, for my 40 minute workout. And uh, this was one I threw on the other day, and I forgot how much I loved this record. And I'm like, you know what? When it comes to what's on your table, this 
is what I'm going to bring awesome. up. So I should also mention that I did hit the record store today, and I got a uh, an old UFO album, No Heavy Petting. <laughs> nice. I was uh, listening to Eddie Trunk the other day, and he was referencing this record. So I was like, man, I got to kind of get caught up on on some of the UFO that I've missed. And this is uh, this is cool. Now this is some of the new vinyl, but this is the original Kiss album. This was the first Kiss record. And I, it was uh, they actually had it marked down. Now this, the way vinyl is anymore, Troy, this brand new now. I'm not even shitting you guys. This, like this would cost anywhere from 25 to to in the, the upper 30s. You, yeah, you, sure. you know yeah. that, Greg. Yeah, but 39 bucks is about. I got this for it was damn near 50 percent off. There you go. So whenever I can find new vinyl of even something I have, and I have this record, but to hear new vinyl now, guys, it sounds amazing it really truly does it's not you know everybody talks about well craft beers they're not that good it's so trendy and vinyl's trendy now i'm telling you man number one craft beers are awesome and number two vinyl sounds so damn good these days so anyway, love it so there's a little and where'd you there. go let's give him a shout out oh oh i gotta say hi to my buddy kyle over at uh, lost weekend who is going to be on our show here shortly awesome and we're probably going to do rush moving pictures there we go and then i went over and saw the gang at uh, at uh, use kids. There you well. go. So. Support local record stores. Yeah, I always support local guys for sure. All right, we got Troy Speakman in here with us, and the Arnold Expo. Uh, it is coming up now. As far as I, I want to bring up this Terminator fight series, I want to talk about this first, okay? Because I've heard the commercials on the radio. What the hell is this, Troy? This it sounds like a it sounds like a tough man competition. But this is like, this is not a tough make competition. This is something on another level. This is going to be entertainment. What is this? I'll tell you what, to be 100% honest, it was like a cruel joke. <laughs> yeah. Me and yeah. Bob was, me and Bob Lormer were sitting in his garage one night and we were just throwing around some ideas. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? I want to do a Terminator fight series. And he goes, okay, how many fights? How many? I said, no, no, no. I just want to do like uh, 16 man brackets. 16 guys to a turn in, in a bracket. Right. And one two minute round. Tough fans, they go three they one go minute three. rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. in yeah. one minute, I mean, it's over, they rest. But after that one minute, people say it seems like an eternity. It does. Sure. It does. It we'll does. We'll just think about two minutes then. We'll just get them in there for two minutes and tell them it's one round. That's it. The winner moves on. The loser goes home. Now, what makes it a Terminator fight series? I mean, these are people that are just. They're they're walking up and they're signing up, right? They there. can sign up the day of the event <laughs> at four o'clock. Okay. They can sign up. They can sign up Friday, March second at four o'clock, and they can be the first fight Friday, March second at seven o'clock. And if their luck's the way I think it's going to be, they can be the first guy to go home Friday, March second at seven o two p.m. So it's real simple. Now it started off as a joke. Now. Obviously, to, to put something on like this, I mean, to get the, the commissions and everything involved, how, how did you present this? How did, would you, how did well, this work? Because this is probably not something that you just did overnight, and we're, we're joking, but th there was a lot of planning that went into this, Troy. I'll be honest with you. It hasn't been done here in 20 years, anything wow. like this. Okay. I went up and talked to the commission. I assured them, and, and to be honest with you, we're going to have two squads Two sets of paramedics. Yeah. Two doctors. People be given breathalyzers before they fight. Oh, I know how you roll, man. You are you okay. you take zero shit Stark, from anybody. Stark Industries is going to be there. Going to put a little patch on everybody's chest. Uh huh. They'll have monitors to watch the fighters and why they fight. Their heart up and down. 
and keep everything because wow. the public can see what it's like. yeah. yeah. And it's literally, I mean, it, it's the closest thing to a Western gunfight you're going to see. Awesome. <laughs> One two-minute round. One two-minute like round. Like Banny Roosters. You hold them by the back of the trunks, and when the bell rings, you let go. You let go, and you see what happens. That's it. And w so what are the rules? Sorry to jump in here. No, like, is I, it no please ask. Boxing, MMA? Just... It's boxing. Okay, okay. One two-minute round, 16-ounce gloves. Okay. Headgears. Okay. Optional, but everybody will wear headgear. Sure. And it's they're in a cage, a thirty by thirty cage. <laughs> Sounds and fun, doesn't yeah. it? There's no yeah. corners. Yeah. It's round. So <laughs> they're going to fight every second of every round. Love it. Now, okay. So let's say after two okay, say me and Greg are gonna fight. Right. Okay. Sure. So so we get in there and we 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 you know, scrape it up there for, for two minutes and it's over and we're both standing. So there, the it goes to judges, right? Yes. Okay. I, I just, I, I can't, th when you hear the commercial, it absolutely, you're just like, oh my God, I must see this. So <laughs> you, you think you're, you're good. Now you're going to have, you're going to have, I'm pretty sure I heard in the commercial, you're going to have a women's division. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. We've had people, and, and, I'll, and this is what's scary. I've had people call from all over the United States coming into this. Well, yeah, because I mean, the, the Arnold Expo itself that weekend—that's a—that's a world event, right? That's a you get people from all over the world and all over the country. So I can only imagine people have heard about this. What's the furthest uh, distance you've heard from somebody? I've heard about somebody coming from Ghana. Wow! Wow! And I'll be honest with you, we've talked about this after this one with the commission going yeah. to sit down. With some other people for some other contest, I really can't say a okay, name yeah, yet. Okay, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be fun, though. And we're talking about doing this once a year only, and yeah. this being the world championship. Yeah. The baddest man on the planet, the Terminator. <laughs> and it's going to be The biggest badass huge. in the world. You know? I just, you have taken, yes, and I'm and I'm glad, and I, I meant no disrespect to the, the promotion by saying tough man, because... There's a lot of, you know, conceptions and stuff about what people have in their mind about what a tough man is. This is on another level. This is, you you have eliminated the bad parts right. of, the, of the tough man competition, which, like you said, the first 30 seconds are awesome. They're exciting. <laughs> but then it turns out, and you got to remember where I'm from, we would cross the river and go over into Huntington, West Virginia right. back in the 80s and, and watch these guys that just come out of the hills and beat the shit out of each other. But... It only was good for about 30 seconds. When you know that it's one round and it's two minutes, that's got to be, that's entertainment, baby. See, that is entertainment. Three one-minute rounds, people try to educate and pace themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no here, pacing there's here. there's no pacing. No. If you might, win, you might win the first minute and 15 seconds of a round and then two big haymakers and you're on your butt, you lost. And that's it. That's it. That's, that's all it. she wrote. That's it. <laughs> Hunting is no fun when the rabbit got the gun. That is it. Write that down, Greg. That. You write that, that's, write a, that. that's Vinyl Analysis' that. new uh, quote a, right there. Is new new. Uh, I should also mention that Vinyl Analysis is fueled by Grand Prix karting, indoor racing, combat-inspired laser tag, escape rooms, and the kid zone. Now you can reserve your spot today for Clued In. It is the escape room experience at gpkcolumbus.com. We need to hit the escape room Greg, yeah, do you I'm think saying, there's something i would like i'm trying to put together a joke about the escape room and the the, the terminator yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's, there's something there we just would take yeah. us a little longer to uh to formulate it so uh give us the date on the terminator fight series 
The Terminator Fight Series will be Friday, March 2nd. Doors open at 6.30, first fight at 7.30, and it's at the Greater Columbus Convention Center in Hall D. Gotcha. Now, and let's just say someone's listening, and, and, and they want to participate. They just It's just a matter of, like, sign-ups. Is, is there a, a different time on the sign-ups, Troy? TerminatorFightSeries.com. They can hit the website. Okay. Then go to Arnold's Sports Festival website. My number's pasted all over that. They Fair can enough. call me direct. And, you know, we're going to have a ton of entries, multiple divisions. It's going to be a fun night. We got a lot of important people involved. We got Stark Industries. We got the Big Bang helping sponsor the after party. There's just so many great people. The Arnold Sports Festival, the people there at the Arnold have been tremendous with us. And 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 really, the stars come out that weekend. You never know. You absolutely never know who's going to show up. You know, I I remember coming to one of uh, Troy's events. He had an, an MMA uh, fight uh, that Friday night, I believe, as well. And oh, hey, look, there's Randy Couture. Cool. And he like came in and was like, Every it fight. was, it was, it was. I mean, but yeah, the list goes on and on. But that was one of those ones that I was like, wow, wow. Now, speaking of Randy Couture, speaking of MMA. I want to talk about, and I thought this would be kind of a fun thing to do, uh, Troy Speakman in here with us, uh, talking about walkout songs. Walkout songs for fighters are the most, it's it's kind of a, um, well, you know, in the UFC now, you're not allowed to have any sponsorships or anything like that. It's kind of your your signature, if you will. It's a big deal. Like, if you go to a Major League Baseball game, uh, the guy, there are songs that they have when they come out. Right, when they you know come what I to mean? the plate. Yeah. When they come to the plate. I always loved... Uh, he doesn't hardly pitch for the Reds anymore. But when Homer Bailey would pitch for the Reds, they always played uh, Ted Nugent, uh, f- uh, Fred Bear. And I always thought that was badass. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so yes. But in fighting, they have walkout songs. Let me throw some of these by you guys, okay? So this is kind of funny. Big Country Roy Nelson, he actually did come out to Weird Al's uh, I'm Fat. So And that's kind of his thing. And and, uh, and a hell of a fight. I thought I thought him and Mitrion put on a good fight the that other night. That was a good fight. And, and, and I love what Bellator's doing. I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards them anymore these days. I absolutely love. You give me a good Grand Prix, you give me a heavyweight tournament, and I'm in, man. I'm in. And I, and I love the list of guys that they have. Chris Weidman came out to uh, Tom Petty, I Won't Back Down. And then we've got Dan Henderson. Now, I also should mention that Randy Couture came out. Uh, of course, everybody knows from Vision Quest, he came out to Red Rider's Lunatic Fringe. But I was, we were talking about this uh, before we went on, and it was one of the coolest moments ever, Troy, was when Anderson Silva fought uh, Dan Henderson that first, you know, that one time. It was, it was amazing. I was hoping they would, they would have a rematch down the road, but it never happened. But uh, Henderson came out with the Olympic Greco-Roman wrestling team. And they came out to Lunatic French, and it was just a an amazing, an amazing moment. Then uh, Ronda Rousey, Joan Jett, bad reputation. There you go. What what, what, what do you think of her, Troy? How did that all end up? Do you? Th- I mean, it was kind of a one trick pony deal, right? But she marketed yeah. herself so well, and now she's gonna she's gonna do well for herself, I think. And and I, and I don't mean that as any disrespect, no, no. one trick pony, but it it's she mixed will, martial arts, man. She will be at the Arnold this year and back yeah. to fights. Oh. And I'll be honest with you. The great Mike Tyson says it better than anybody. Everybody has a game plan till you get punched in your face. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> isn't that the truth? And when you get them down and you arm bar them and you get so many easy victories and you get somebody who you're not going to get down, you're going to have to fight 
it changes the whole aspect well, of everything. And, and I'm and I'm glad you brought that up because the next person I'm bringing up is kind of the same way, and you wouldn't think he's such a big dude as he is, but Brock Lesnar comes out to Metallica's Inner Sandman. It's one of the best entrances uh, entrances in, in combat sports. But there's another cat. I remember when he, you know, Shane Carwin. You know, obviously t- gassed out in that fight, but I do remember him connected on Brock Lesnar, and it was like, "Woo, this isn't no. this isn't the WWE, this isn't World no. Wrestling Entertainment." You know. Yeah. So, what do you think about Brock? What do you? I enjoy when he comes back. I love and I like. I'm a Brock fan. I, I do. I like when he comes back and, and fights. And yeah, he's probably gonna you know pop positive half the time. But it is what it is. You say what you want. He's a specimen. You look he at is. him. He is what man. an athlete. I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm a fan. A Absolutely. big man. If you ever stand beside him, you'll—I mean—he'll throw a shadow over you, and the move like he does. He's like a gazellephant. Oh, he's, he's, <laughs> I like that. Okay, okay, what's two things we're gonna write gazellephant down? Gazellephant is on the list now, Troy. <laughs> so, uh, and 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 you want to talk about uh, one of my favorite fighters and just an all-around. He is a patriot. He is an American hero, and I'm talking about Tim Kennedy. Tim Kennedy comes out to Allison Chains, the Rooster, there which there's so many, and if you know. Uh, his service and everything, and that song in general, uh, that's heavy. That's just heavy when he oh, comes yeah. out. He's he's an amazing cat, man. He's a badass. He is, and he is a, he's a great American. Yeah, man. he's a badass. I love me some Tim Kennedy for sure. He's one of my favorites. Well, and and here's another story, and I, and I want to hear your comments on this, Troy. Uh, Matt Hughes always came out to uh, Hank Jr.'s Country Boy Can Survive. Uh, and, of course, Matt Hughes, a couple years ago, involved in a, just a really, really scary accident. It was good to see him... Uh, come out. It was a couple pay-per-views ago. I remember me and the buddies were watching it and got to see him. It's just, it's sad, but I'm glad he's, I'm glad the dude is alive, right. man. That's a, what, and what Matt uses, uh, his contributions. I mean, it's, he was, well, he was that, a big part of the UFC and MMA in general, man. Those guys, you can't say enough. Yeah. Like, like Pat Militich. Yeah, oh, God, I love, and one of the, the best guy. analysts in the game. And one of the best analysts no, in the game, too. One of the best human beings around I've heard that. in the game. I've heard that. A, a, a father of girls and just a badass. Right, right. You know, just a badass. I can't wait. I'd love to see the little dweeb that goes try to mess with his daughters. Yeah, I would not entertain <laughs> going out with Pat Militich's daughters. I that mean, was such just... a great class act. <laughs> he is, man. And and uh, one of the all-time great coaches, his gym. I mean, that was legendary with those guys, oh, with, yeah. with, you know, with Lawler and, and Matt Hughes and, and that whole group. Those guys were amazing. You better be ready to fight if you fought one of them. What do you think of this, Greg? You hear me dropping the fight knowledge, man? We used yeah, to, you know I miss. Stuff. Well, I miss, I miss talking to Troy. Troy's uh, was, uh, you know... It's such a, he's got a, a thumbprint here on, on Columbus and in the fight scene. It's just it's good to talk to him cool. again. Uh, Randy Couture, and I want to throw this one out. Randy Couture, a lot of times, he would come out to songs, but it would be a key to what he was going I to do. do. And and when he fought James Tony, now before Mayweather and all this other shit, these guys trying to you know say they're gonna, I'll say this for James Tony, he he came in and fought. He was a boxer and he got into. Uh, the the octagon and, and fought and fought one of the best ever. But it was funny when Randy Couture came out to Ted Nugent stranglehold and then choked him out. I mean that was. You, I mean I just remember Rogan saying, "Well, I think we know where this is gonna go." Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. And what about his mark on on the fight game? One of my all time favorites is is uh, the natural, of course. Oh yeah. I mean, there's another one here. Every Arnold. You know, you he'll take the time and sit he, down with you and talk. Fan friendly. You won't Just, find a more fan friendly guy meet, than than Randy. I mean, you'll never meet a guy that he gives back to the people what they gave to him. 
because let's face it, without the fans and the following, there'd be no MMA. There'll be no. There'd be none of this. The fans are what makes the sport great. The fighters, the fans, the whole thing. What did you think of? And I and I haven't had a chance. It's been. I mean, really, it's been a couple of years since you and I have really sat down and, and talked. I would love to know what you thought of McGregor and and Mayweather. What did, what did you think of that and and how it went down? Well, if I do that here in Columbus, it's called indictment. I go to yeah, jail. It's fight fixing. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's, don't laugh. Uh, well, it is. I lose my job, I, my I house, know, and I'm I placed know. in handcuffs. It, it's. It was. The guy comes to the ring without his dad it's, and uncle. They're over next door placing a bet on the over nine. It. It was. It was <laughs> that. On. It was that shady. You yes, think it was that? that absolutely. <sighs> do you think? Do you think? And I, I I don't know. Do you think Mayweather will will entertain coming over to fight anybody in the in the octagon? I think Mayweather is a great showman. Fair enough. He will do whatever it takes to stay in the limelight and make people and be in people's yeah just mouth. Just, yeah, I mean exactly. he, he wants to be in the limelight, and this will work. I look for the heavyweight from Cleveland. Stipe. Stipe. He, yeah, he's fight Joshua or one of those heavyweights. Soon. Oh, oh, and, and Miocic, there ain't, ain't, yeah. ain't nothing wrong with his hands, man. No, nothing he can wrong. Ju- with he can. Ju- I mean, he was the man there for yeah. a while before he even jumped into MMA. I mean, he's but, got some. He's got some lineage there. He's got some history. Let's just be hundred percent honest. Boxing and MMA help each other, and I agree. They're trying agree. to do something. I think in our lifetime, and I'm going to put a pretty good guess. Okay. That. Dana White got his promoter license in boxing now. I know that for a fact. And I'm certain that Dana White and those guy, original guys from the UFC are going to bring bare-knuckle fighting over here. You think so? Yeah, that's what they're going to try to do. Bare-knuckle fighting. That's pretty cool. Hansberry. Um, as far as the sweet science, that's this is how I want to close it out, and then we're going to get the dates once again for the Terminator fight series. Do you think, and, and this is something that be, you hear people say it a lot, but I want to know if, if you feel it's true. What boxing needs in this country is an American heavyweight. Is that is that what is that what the sport needs? An American heavyweight that we can all get behind again. It's funny because I've been very blessed in the last four years. I've been to major, major world title fights and set at ringside, yeah. front row. And I've been behind the scenes with Ricky Hatton. Oh, right and, on, and, man. And, and those type of fighters. Yeah. And you know what? They would love a real heavyweight. But back when we were growing up, let's be honest, everybody wanted a great white hope. Well, yeah. I mean, well, okay? uh, they we... want, and they want a heavyweight, and they want this. People just want to get a good fight. Let's just be honest. Yeah. If we could put alligators inside a river and say we're going to pay somebody <laughs> to swim the river, people would pay to watch it because it's new and exciting. Yeah. They want to see kick-ass fights. I, I just remember in my house growing up when Boom Boom Mancini oh. fought and, and just how the, the the world stopped. That was a big, you know, my dad, his family, everybody would be over and we watched those Boom Boom Mancini fights. There's a guy on my bucket oh. list. There's a guy I haven't met well, here. That, that I would love to meet Boom Boom you Mancini. You can meet him Saturday night at the casino, March 3rd. So you've you go. got, okay, now you've got another fight. Talk about that again. When is well, that? So that, so you've got. I have so many fights. I, I know, Arnold, I, you're it's a not promoter. Even funny. I, I know, I know, I mean, man. I mean, honestly, here, here's the lineup. This okay. is, you're going to love this. Thursday, March 1st. Okay, listen up here, folks. At Hollywood Casino, I got the guns and hoses. Mm-hmm. 
I got 20 policemen fighting 24 or 20 policemen fighting 20 firemen. Okay. All the proceeds go to charity. Awesome. Awesome. And God bless both of those. They look like Tarzan. Most of them fight like Jane. Okay. (laughs) Wow. All right. Then, then, Friday, March 2nd at the convention center, I have the Terminator Fight Series. Gotcha. Okay. That's yes, we and and I, that's exciting. I'm I'm excited for that. Friday, March 2nd at the Express Live, I have amateur MMA. Okay. Those are those never disappoint. No. Those are no. some of my favorite stuff to watch is to watch yeah. the amateur MMA. Now, the guys that are hungry. Saturday, okay. This blows my mind. I have Alliance MMA at the Convention Center. Okay. Bringing in 10 pro MMA fights. Few people from the Ultimate Fighter and UFC fighting. Okay. And then Saturday, March 3rd at the casino, I got pro boxing with three NABA title fights. With I got Charles Conwell, the Olympian from Cleveland, on the card. I got Jermaine Franklin, 15-0 heavyweight, the top 10 prospect in the United States. And I got Brian Holstein and Jamie Walker from Columbus, Ohio, both fighting, along with Rashad Scott. From Columbus, Ohio. So, the, so there's enough in the Columbus stable now. We oh. got some good young fighters, don't we? We have a ton of up and coming. That's talent. awesome. That's awesome. And oh, there he is, right there, former pro boxer, promoter. Like I said, law enforcement officer. Thanks for everything that you that you do, Troy Speakman. And it's it's been awesome to get to get to talk to you again, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you. Always nice to see you, Arch. There you go, man. For producer Greg Hansberry, I am Arch Madness, and this has been Vinyl Analysis. Stay frosty. <laughs> This is something on another level. This is going to be entertainment.